Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Waffle Gang, I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. And if you'd like to support the channel further, never expected, but always appreciated, you can either click that join button down below for YouTube or head on over to Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Mark Narrations and join up there. And just a huge thank you for spending your time with me today. Let's crack on with today's first story. Much love, guys. Now, I'm coming back after recording this one. And as you can see, it's a pretty long one. And it took an unexpected turn. I think it was around 14 or 15 minutes or so. Where it went from like suspicions of like a troll-like post. And then just jumped to other subreddits and, and went absolutely mad. And it went from this one post to someone who's been documenting this guy's activity through the subreddits. So you're going to hear a lot about the cheater's point of view first, and then it's going to change about halfway through. And yeah, you'll see what happens. <laughs> Today's first story comes from Noah's Ark Arises, who says she loves me after three weeks. How do I end this? 33 male. All the requirements, ages and genders, me, 33 male, Emma, 20 female length of the relationship three weeks i'm married 33 male i've been seeing this girl emma 20 female for the last three weeks it's been a pretty intense affair and i really like her but i'm not leaving my wife and kids we've just basically been casually dating and talking a lot having lots of awesome sex and just having a good time she is aware of my attached status First on Friday night, she told me she loves me and she has never felt this way about anyone. And now her texts to me are full of I love you and love hearts you and all that. It can't work if she feels this way about me. I was only looking for something fun and safe and risk-free. I think it's a little too risky if she feels this way about me. Before I get flamed for the cheating, I do have my reasons and this is the first slash only time I've cheated. My wife has accused me of cheating for years and I finally reached my breaking point. If I'm going to be accused, I may as well do it. I've always had this itch to mess around, but I've never had the opportunity until now. I really think I got it out of my system, so to speak. Honestly, I thought about divorce briefly, but we do have a family with two and a half kids. One is on the way, so it's not really a realistic option. I think the marriage is fixable and once I end the affair, I will focus on making it up to her. My question now to the sub is how can I end this affair? I know I have to because Emma is getting way too attached. I have to be careful in how I end it because she really can screw me over by going to my wife. I also want to be sensitive to her feelings because she is a wonderful person who I do have feelings for. If I wasn't married, who knows? But I am and it can't continue and I know that. I just need some advice on finding a way to put an end to this without risking my marriage. And we already know 
the dude is just going to get torn to shreds down in the comments which we'll look in a moment and we do have a couple of updates on this as well and it was the excuse he gave for actually doing it in this one that was, I was like my jaw was just dropped at that point like if I'm going to be accused I may as well do it oh my word but the pile says there is never a reason to cheat and the reason you gave are the biggest load of shit I've seen in a while I really hope your wife finds out you're a terrible person OP doubles down saying thank you for your helpful response slash sarcasm. Life isn't black and white. There is nothing that is always wrong or always right. Level says you risked your marriage as soon as you started this affair. Break it quick and clean. Any other way is going to severely mess up the situation even more. If you really wanted your marriage to work, it would not have come to you making it up to her after slipping and landing cock first into a crazy girl. OP replies saying, quick and clean might hurt and anger Emma, at which point she has nothing to lose. I want her to break up with me too. If I dump her suddenly, she's going to be spurned and who knows what happens. I'm trying to be careful and avoid any blowback. A deleted user says, where'd you get off claiming to be remorseful when you follow it up with, it's not that big a deal? Are you fucking serious? Do your marital vows really mean that little to you? I can't wait for your wife to wise up and leave your pathetic ass. I feel sorry for your children. And one more from Lazy G who says, a note, as a kid with divorced parents, and quotes, Honestly, I thought about divorce briefly, but we do have a family with two and a half kids, one guy on the way, so it's not really a realistic option. And Lazy G carries on to say, This is a truly terrible idea. Kids can tell when their parents are miserable. What you need to do for your kids is make sure you are happy so your unhappiness doesn't rub off on them and screw them over. The worst thing you can do is stay for the children and be unhappy or make your wife miserable, trust me. But yeah, you screwed up. You chose poorly who to have an affair with and now you face the consequences. I don't think people here will help you to try and manipulate Emma into some outcome good for you. All I can suggest is honesty. Don't sleep with her again apologize and tell her you realize you owe it to your wife to try again there and it is going to end you can ask her not to say anything but honestly it's a crapshoot and she has the right to it if she wants this is the corollary of you having the right to screw around just don't sleep with her again or make the break messy make it as clean as you can also you probably won't but tell your wife give her the respect of letting her decide if your marriage is savable also, you both should get tested for STDs, even with condoms, as several posts have pointed out. HPV, which causes cervical cancer, as well as PR cancer, is not stopped by condoms. Now, let's move on to OP's first update to find out what happened next. So OP carried on in their update saying, I debated posting an update or not since the reception I've had on this sub has been icy at best. But I've already posted my story here, so I may as well keep at it. Yes, I'm cheating, so there is that. I understand a lot of people don't support that, but just realize it's very complicated and I'm trying to put an end to this. I feel like the unluckiest cheater in the world. Everything that can go wrong has gone wrong. Every cliche has basically happened to me. I just wanted to live a little and have that quick affair and get back to my wife and marriage. Asked for advice about a week or so ago. I tried to break up with Emma. I told her my wife was getting suspicious and we both deserved better. I told her she was an awesome girl and deserved to have someone all for herself. Her response? I'll wait for you. I love you more than I know possible. It's not even been a month of us being together. 
I ended things with her and she kept texting me and asking me to talk to her. I met up with her on Friday to have a closure type deal. I'm a horny idiot. I banged her in the back of my Jeep, which sent the wrong, wrong message. I told her we can't do this anymore and didn't talk to her Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday or Tuesday. Yesterday, she begs me to talk to her, so I go to her place. We end up talking way longer than we should and some things go down. I just wish she would leave me alone. She's clingy and needy and honestly pretty fucking crazy. Not what I signed up for. I'm like dying under the stress and drama. I have a hormonal pregnant wife and two young kids. I don't need this shit and the guilt is starting to get at me. I don't know what I'm going to do. I honestly do not even want to continue the affair at this point. I'm not sure what my next move is. I just feel like venting right now. And obviously in the comments below, some people were getting suspicious of like a troll post. Other people arguing though that they believe that this guy is cheating and this is what he's doing. And before this relationship post, there was a post from himself documenting, you know, meeting up with his person as well and the, the, the start of the affair, etc. But anyway, Opie continued to say, Decided to post an update to this thread since I have made some progress with ending things with Emma and a couple of people did request it. Read all the replies and messages last time, but it started to get ugly, so I decided to take a step back. My apologies for not responding. Also, just a simple request. No more PMs. Background is, I am a married man that had a one-month affair that I regret deeply. I'm working on ending the affair and ending contact with a woman I cheated on with my wife. I've really struggled with ending things with her. I've tried multiple times to end it since we hooked up, and I finally ended things last week. I haven't responded to any of her messages since then and I haven't seen her in person since October 6th. We haven't had sex since October 3rd. I'm still getting messages from her, however. I've been doing a lot of reading and thinking on how to handle a breakup and most of the advice is not geared towards someone in my situation with an affair. I've been trying a lot of different things to end the relationship and I've come to the conclusion that Emma is just crazy. There is no other explanation. My main concern right now is ending the affair and ending any emotions I have towards Emma and making sure my wife never finds out. I've stressed to Emma she cannot talk to my wife ever. I don't think Emma is going to talk to my wife since she has never mentioned it. I've also built my wife up as someone who will take it out on her so I think she's afraid of that coming out. It is in the back of my mind though if I push her too far she won't care and will talk. My problem is I'm still getting texts from her on a daily basis. It is really, truly unbelievable at this point. We weren't even together for that long. Some of the texts are harmless. Things like, hey Noah, I was just thinking of you or miss you, which is okay, I suppose. It's just hard because I asked her not to text me and she keeps up with it. I'm either going to get caught by my wife or succumb again. My reason for posting is yesterday morning, Sunday, she sent me a sultry pic but acted like it was going to someone else. It was her tits and her hands covering them and the text said last night was super fun Danny. My name is not Danny. Either she accidentally sent it to me or it was some weird attempt to make me jealous, which I admit it did a little. I didn't bite and respond though. I have another post up where someone was telling me I like her attention, which after thinking about it for a bit I have to agree it's true. I like that she wants me. The fact that she is in love with me or feels like she is rather. I love that if I wanted, I could go fuck her right now and she would let me. It's addicting and it's so fucking wrong. I know what is important. It's my wife and our family. I know that. And I'm just trying to forget Emma and what we did. 
I'm just struggling to detox myself of Emma and she is making it so fucking difficult for me by continuing to contact. Right now, I'm just hoping to vent a little and maybe talk this out. My focus is to keep up no contact with Emma. I debated offering to be friends with her, but that is incredibly stupid and tempting and I don't think that is a good idea. My other goal is to really get to the point of not caring about her. I'm still hooked on her. Every time I jack off, too much info, dude, I'm thinking about her and I'm using her pics to help. The hardest part is there is no sexual outlet for me right now. I am a very high drive person, so it's very alluring to just go and bang her. I don't know how to forget her. And then there is the problem of her suffering from the same thing, but seemingly worse. I haven't told her I'm thinking about her, but she makes it clear to me that she is thinking about me and wants me. OP replied in the comments to that update saying no one is probably reading this at this point so I'm going to put this to word for my benefit alone. I fucked up. I talked to Emma again. I'm not sure what my problem is at this point. I know it's wrong. I know what I have to lose. I know talking to her is only going to cause us all more pain. But I still do it. I was reading through the messages that she had sent me while I was waiting for my kids class to end about an hour ago. I smiled and I started to miss her. It's cute that she cares about me, crazy but endearing in a way. So I called her and we talked. Not for a long time, but still too long. I asked her how she was feeling and we caught up. I asked her if she really fucked someone else and she admitted she didn't, which was a relief. She asked me why I wasn't responded and I told her I said I wasn't going to, but that I was reading them and that I wanted to talk to her. She asked me to see her tomorrow and I hemmed and hauled, but I'm probably going to. I'm not strong enough to end this. I think I need it. I need her. It doesn't mean I don't love my wife or I don't care about my wife or my family. It's just on the side. It doesn't take anything away from them. I can't just stay celibate for months at a time. I don't even get affection at home. It's difficult. I love my wife and I understand why it's not happening with us, but it's still just hard. And then to have Emma want me. I don't think many people would say no. If it starts up again, which I think it probably will, I'm going to be safer. Condoms every time. I'm going to be explicit with Emma that I will not ever leave my wife. I'll also be kinder to Emma. I fuck with her emotionally too. And I will try to make it clear this isn't a forever thing. So then OP comes in with a final update which says, I've been posting fairly frequently on this sub about the situation and I wanted to post a last update since a lot of people have taken the time to read and advise me. What I've decided to do is contrary to 99% of the advice I've received and still do have some regrets, but I sincerely believe it is the best possible approach. Yes, it is selfish. No other way to put it. I've tried several times to call off the affair and time and time again, I haven't been strong enough. Around the last time I posted, I ended up talking to Emma after a week of no contact and we fell back into the affair. I've explained some things to her and I've told her that I can't ever leave my wife and that this can't be long term. And I've promised to stop jerking her around so much and I'm going to work on being there for her more. We've been in our relationship 2.0 for about a week now and it's been good. The sex is great and we're getting into a more comfortable routine. I'm working hard to be better to her. It's been nice. We see each other almost every day and we talk regularly. Some logistic things need to be worked out, but I think we're in a relationship that is mutually beneficial. I don't want this to go on forever though, and I will work on repairing our marriage too. I'm trying to do more to help with my wife and our kids to take some pressure off her. 
This isn't a decision I've made easily and it's not something that I am proud of. I just know I'm not strong enough to not cheat. It's too easy and too tempting and honestly, too much fun. I know still that I do love my wife and I do love our family and I don't want a divorce. I thought what I would do if my wife found out. I've obsessed about what would happen and I think I would beg my wife for a second chance. I would confess and end this, but there are certain reasons why the affair helps me right now. Primal reasons. And I don't think my wife would just forgive me if I admitted to cheating. I've actually brought it up subtly by talking about Arnold and my wife's opinion on him is extremely harsh. So I can't imagine how she would feel about me, her own husband. I think it's very complicated, all of this. It's never so simple. I always thought someone should never cheat. They should leave, but it's not that easy. There are so many complications. It's not that simple. Thanks to everyone who has chimed in with comments and advice. I especially appreciate the kind PMs I received in the last couple of weeks. And thanks for the harsher comments too. I needed to be blasted a lot and the verbal lashings have helped me with managing my guilt in a way. And you know what? I got to the end of that subreddit and then there was someone in the comments says that this saga was being compiled elsewhere and it goes further than just these posts as well. So it picked up on the section where it said, finally, Noah makes his final update to r slash relationships on October 25th, still saying he's fallen back into the affair, just where we was, saying proven himself to be the same old flip-flopping spineless bastard that has appeared to be throughout this whole saga. Then it goes on to say, by October 29th, NAR, which is OP Noah, is back in r slash adultery, asking for advice about emotional affairs and any suggested exit strategies. He brags about how the affair made him feel so alive and still confesses fears of being caught. The commenters berate him for talking about his affair all over Reddit and urge him to accept the inevitable fact that his wife will be hurt by his actions. On November 3rd, Noah solicits r slash relationship for advice again, this time asking if it was okay that he dominated Emma. The post has since been removed though. Here, Noah admits that he's planning on deleting this account since no one wants to help him knowing his history and thinks that his GW comments are harmless. He also says he's going to cut off the affair before the child is born. By November 13, Noah stops using this account and there's more to come. On November 3rd, a new user, BigRed79, makes a suspiciously Noah-esque post, asking r slash ask women if they'd stay with a cheater and described having a pregnant wife and two kids, along with his ongoing affair. He, like Noah, blames his wife's trust issues for his affair, complains that he doesn't want a divorce and explains that he's fucked his mistress in his car and house. He also calls Nebraska his state, as Noah did and later posts his age which is identical to Noah's. Eventually, he also reveals his surviving infidelity forum is Cheetah Noah. Under this new account, Big Red or Noah asks r slash relationships if he can fix his marriage after his affair. And he gets told to confess to his wife. He confesses to keeping a diary of the affair and talks about what he wants to say to his wife. Another user tells Noah that he doubts he'll change considering his history, to which Noah replies. My history is one affair. I've not cheated on my wife frequently or regularly. I'm going to confess and end the affair and beg my wife. Hopefully she'll consider taking me back and I'll continue to be a good father. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At bluenile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Goes on to say, Noah also goes on to admit that if his wife didn't know about the affair, he'd continue it because he's not strong enough. He makes his last comment in the thread on November 14, directing users interested in his story to follow his handle, Cheetah Noah, on the Surviving Infidelity Forums. On November 20th, in the Surviving Infidelity Forums, Cheetah Noah writes about telling his wife that he wants to help him tell Emma off on the 16th. His wife responds by apparently saying, I don't care, and crying. He complains that her response was off-putting and hurtful to him. This causes Noah to call Emma himself the next day, telling her that he's told his wife that their affair is over. When asked if they are done forever, Noah responds, I don't know. His wife then stops talking to him for four days and admits that she doesn't want to decide what to do yet, but that she does want to talk to Emma to confirm his story. Noah hems and haws because Emma can be volatile and I'm not sure what she will say. Noah goes on to say that his wife has agreed to go to counseling with him. After being berated by other forum members for not making a cleaner cut from Emma, Noah complains. I didn't ignore everything that was posted about no contact. What ended up happening is I wasn't getting anything from my wife. She wasn't talking to me, giving me any idea of where we stand or how she feels. If my wife told me she wants to reconcile and work on our marriage, I would have sent a brief clean no contact message. Maybe it was selfish, but I didn't want to be cruel to OW. Especially if it turns out in a month my wife kicks me out and files for divorce. Then where am I? I don't have any clarity over where we are now. Where we are going and it is really difficult to make decisions without. I need help ending the affair. I can't do it myself. I know that. I'm not strong enough. If I could end the affair on my own without my wife's help or encouragement, I would have done so. So I do wish she was more involved and active in this. Saying what she needs clearly and asking me to do things for her. It continued, it's only been 21 days since the last update and in that short amount of time, an incredible amount of drama, pain and suffering has transpired. I'd planned on holding off updating until the birth of Noah's child, but there is already too much drama for me to fit in one post. And it is with that I present you what will likely be the last two chapters in this saga. Here is part four to A Cheetah's Tale. Chapter 11 I don't know what is wrong with me. We last left off on November 20th with Noah, 33, posting on surviving infidelity forums about confessing his affair with Emma, 20, to his wife, 32, and not receiving the expected emotional response. Posters berated him for thinking only about himself, and on the 21st, he goes on to defend himself with the same old lines. He says he confessed because Emma was 
scaring him by being too attached, blames his wife for his affair and confesses that he doesn't know what is wrong with him. He writes to a fellow cheater who berated his apparent selfishness. I, honest to God, I wish I feel the shame you feel about your actions. I want to be there. I wish I had the drive to do whatever it takes to fix this, but I don't. I don't know why. I did make a decision. I want to be with my BW, SI term for betrayed wife. But if she doesn't want me, which I agree is her choice, then I want to be with someone who wants me. On November 29th, Noah starts another thread in surviving infidelity, this time complaining that his wife won't look at him, won't talk to him, and acts like he doesn't exist. He goes on to say that his wife has been ignoring him for five days and that he was beginning to doubt he had the strength to take this. He then waxes fondly about his affair and says, I was unhappy before, but at least I had OW, which is other woman maybe? Now I have no one and I have a wife that is acting like I am dead to her. I'm not trying to get sympathy, but it is very trying. As posters again tell him to be patient with his shocked wife and to hold strong on not contacting Emma, he rehashes his disappointment at his wife's apathetic response and in response to asking if he had sold the Jeep he fucked Emma in. He says no, not yet. Betrayed wife hasn't been in it since D-Day and if we start to move towards reconciling then I'll get rid of it. Just right now, no one knows where we are, where we are going. Then goes on, he then asserts that he wasn't actually missing Emma, but he was missing the human interaction, the caring that he had with Emma and claims to want to have with his wife. Another poster urges OP to tell his wife about surviving infidelity so that she might get some emotional support during this trying time and Noah expresses great reluctance at the thought. If she posts and the advice is negative, I'm going to be kicking myself, so I don't know. It's going to sound incredibly selfish, but I have to protect myself too. My wife is eating and seems to be doing okay, but I will check up on her and make sure she is taking care of herself. She is usually very responsible and I imagine everything is fine. The next day in the same thread, Noah updates surviving infidelity on a conversation he had with his wife after dropping their kids off at their grandparents' house. He writes, she started in on me in the car and it wasn't quite anger, but it was more of just her being stunned at me. She asked me why again and we talked about things a little more on the way home and I let her say what she wanted to say. She opened up to me a lot and told me how she never ever wanted this to happen and how hurt she was that I would do this to her. That she felt betrayed and broken and that seeing me made her feel awful. Betrayed wife wasn't saying anything because she didn't want to create a scene in front of our kids and because she wasn't ready yet. So it was wrong of me to be impatient with her. She eventually tells Noah that she doesn't want a divorce and that she'd like to work on the marriage and together they penned and sent the following no contact NC to Emma. Other woman, our affair was a mistake and never should have happened. It was cruel and hurtful to my wife and children. I regret every second of our affair. I'm committed to doing whatever it takes to fix my marriage and to be the man my wife and children deserve. Move on with your life and leave me alone. Do not ever contact me again. And goes on to say, Noah also gushes that he has created a timeline of recovery for them, but says that his wife wasn't interested in seeing it yet. However, overall, he happily reports that he's starting to do more things for her to make her happy that they're really finally connecting to the point where his wife let him kiss her. He then apologizes for the self-pitying tone of his past posts. Posters go on to grill him on what his game plan is to prevent another affair. 
and he hesitantly answers that he has always been codependent on his wife and questions how he could become a person who's less likely to cheat in the future. By December 1st, in that same thread, Noah almost laughs at how sappy he has been about Emma writing. And to think, I came so close to reaching out to other women again. It's pathetic, really. How fucking screwed up is that? On December 2nd, Noah's wife makes her own surviving infidelity account. Due to the sensitive nature of this drama, I have opted not to share her username or directly link to her posts. But also quote her posts as little as possible due to the fact that surviving infidelity is heavily indexed by Google. For now, I will simply call her Laura, not her real name. Laura's first few posts are quite short, simply commenting on her disbelief of the situation and her hatred for Noah's actions. It is here where she reveals that she grew up in a home where her father was a cheater and bemoans her life being changed forever and living in a constant cloud of suspicion because her man-child of a husband couldn't keep it in his pants. However, seemingly overnight, Laura becomes an extremely active surviving infidelity forum poster, commenting it in nine threads in two days. On December 3rd, she comments in a thread for pregnant betrayed wives, fuming that Noah cheated on her when she needed him the most and lamenting that he seemingly hasn't cared for months while he was obsessed with little Miss Sidepiece. She vents that she hates Noah for ruining this pregnancy for her and for turning it into a nightmare. However, Laura promises other posters that she'll try to remain calm to prevent a miscarriage. In a later thread asking if betrayed spouses would like to know the details of their SO's affair, Laura confesses that while curiosity does tempt her to know Noah's offer of reading his affair diary, she would rather not know of the details and that it might be too much, considering that seeing just a few texts made her want to kill him. That same day, she makes her own thread that she'd like to talk to Emma and lay it into her, a fucking a married man, and let her know how many people she's hurt by helping Noah carry on the affair. The other posters try to talk her down, and Laura agrees with their assessment that Emma is a bunny boiler. She professes a desire to destroy this girl and cries that not only is Emma very attractive, but she apparently had great sex with Noah. Laura also starts giving advice to other betrayed spouses, urging them to leave because they deserve better. On December 4th, Laura asks other spouses how they got over their SO having sex with someone else so many times. She outlines the details of Noah's affair, length of the affair, where he fucked Emma, number of times they fucked, etc. And says that Noah claims that he was temporarily addicted to sex after years of infrequent sex. Laura tells another poster that she wishes she could just leave but says that she wants to at least try to make it work for their kids. She sighed. I just don't want to believe this is my life. On December 7th, Laura joins another betrayed wife in disbelief on how different Noah's story about their marriage is from hers, arguing that she never denied him sex, that he always had been flirtatious, which is why she'd been accusing him of cheating. And sadly noting that all cheaters' stories on surviving infidelity seem to have the same misleading twist to them. Later that night, Noah apparently tries to text love messages to Laura, imploring her to respond and eventually comparing her to Emma, saying that she used to respond to all his messages. This sets Laura off and she tells him to fuck off, angrily argues that Emma should never been involved in their marriage and again notes that Noah's neediness is comparable to a child. She writes to Surviving Infidelity about the incident later that day, still in disbelief that Noah could be such an idiot and that he still apparently didn't believe that comparing them was disrespectful. She sagely observes. He wants someone like other woman who will tell him he is perfect when he is fucking up. 
So now I believe we're moving into the true finale. So the chapter 13, she's so fucking mean. The day after Noah compares Emma to Laura, Noah makes his last posted date on survivinginfidelity.com, complaining that Laura isn't giving him any emotional responses anymore by ignoring his texts and just being fucking mean. He gushes about how great marriage counseling went and then again complains that he has to appease Laura because she claimed the marriage counselor was flirting with Noah. He even says, I'm trying to make it right with her and she just doesn't recognize me trying. I was going to go to Indianapolis for a football game last week, but I canceled for betrayed wife. Nothing. Falling back into his original negative mentality about their reconciliation, Noah questions how he's supposed to reconcile with someone who isn't trying to heal us and whose posts are just complaining about me or other woman. Laura has also apparently stopped kissing Noah, ignored his I love yous and stopped wearing her wedding ring. As others question what Noah expects from his wife, he retorts, I'm not exaggerating when I say she either does not talk to me or makes snide remarks. That is it. I thought it was bad before, but it's soul crushing to live with someone who hates you. I've taken all the initiative. I was selfish with my affair, but I'm trying so hard to change now. He even references the incident where he compared Laura to Emma, except he leaves out that detail. She takes even simple things I say and twists them. I told her I wanted her to talk to me more and that is an insult. And now the fallout. So last Thursday, December 13th, Noah made his latest and probably last post to relationships using his Big Red account. It's since been deleted, but I figured that would happen, so I screen capped it soon after he posted. In it, he makes his typical surviving infidelity post where he complains about his wife's treatment of him post-affair, but adds that he can't get himself to the point of being over the other woman. I obviously haven't told my wife this, but I think about her every day. I miss listening to her. I miss her smell. I miss kissing her. I miss fucking her. I just miss her so much. I thought she didn't matter to me and I was wrong. I haven't broke our no contact, but it's been such a test for me. And I'm wavering now. I looked up her Twitter and she's been posting tweets about me and how much she misses me too. Fuck, I want to talk to her. He again blames his wife for his wandering mind and asks Reddit for advice on how to deal with these thoughts. Many users chime in with the same advice as the surviving infidelity forum members, encouraging Noah to stick it out and emphasizing that he needs to stop checking in on Emma. Horrified at the thought, Noah fatefully states, My wife doesn't know I check up on Emma. Oh god, that would not go over well. Then the thread blows up. First, a user submits Noah's latest thread to SRD in a concise summary post and gets 126 net upvotes for it. Contrary to popular belief, the composition of Noah's replies doesn't seem to change much after this post and the vote counts also don't budge much. However, the next day, another user's comments becomes the focus of a very popular best of post with over a thousand net upvotes and the thread gets flooded with 486 new comments. Soon after, Noah's post gets removed and his posts on both accounts get downvoted heavily. I got a noticeable increase in upvotes on my last SRD post about Noah, as well as several new comments. The rest of his comments are rehashings of the same old excuses as to why he cheated, why he can't stay loyal now and why he's not a crap father. As for the other comments, let's just say they weren't very kind. Disclaimer, I did reply to one guy, but it wasn't Noah. On December 14th, the same day Noah's post gets a flood of new traffic, the surviving infidelity user posted a link to my SRD post in Noah's November 29th thread, 
confusing several members and causing the mod to delete his or her post. However, the cat was released out of the proverbial bag on Sunday. Laura made an surviving infidelity post about several users messaging her links to Noah's Reddit accounts and posts. An experience that was humiliating for her because not only did so many people not know about her marriage, but that Noah had been told repeatedly to stop having the affair, but instead bragged about fucking Emma. She comments that to her, Noah had tried to present his cheating as an accident brought about by Emma's crazy persistence. But now after seeing his Reddit posts, Laura realizes that he thought about it from the start and selfishly chose to cheat anyways. Laura goes on to say that his attitude in his post was sickening and that how she felt like dying. She writes that she tried to kick him out on Saturday morning, but that he begged for another chance and she relented then. However, by Sunday, she writes that she realized that he does not deserve a second chance because not only he knew what he was doing, but that he was also still following Emma's Twitter. Other surviving infidelity posters do their best to comfort Laura and by 5pm, she writes that she's finally going to kick him out for good. By 10.56, Laura updates that he has gone from their home and that she has steeled her resolve to rid herself of this cheetah, calling Noah a pathetic loser and Emma a special type of bitch. She then sheepishly apologizes for her salty language. An SR user, probably Ice Cream, who posted the link to my SRD post in one of Noah's threads made a Reddit throwaway called Retina Complex and sent me a message last night which detailed a PM that Noah had sent him on the Surviving Infidelity forums in response to his post. Noah writes, I don't know you at all. I've never interacted with you. We have nothing in common and I was trying to save my marriage. I've made mistakes like any wayward spouse but was trying to change. What I said on Reddit under an old account was during my affair when my mind wasn't right. It was a mistake. I'm not proud of my decision to cheat at all and I've been trying really hard to move beyond that. But thanks to you, my wife has seen those posts. I don't know if you sent her a link to those threads or just posted the thread here and someone else sent it to her, but she knows. And I'm not in our home anymore and our chances of reconciling are almost none. So fuck you, man. You had no right to interfere and bring information here from another site. It's fucking invasive and wrong. We have a family together and it's broken now. And you are at least partially responsible for that. To link the one post that puts me in the worst light possible. I've been trying to get that thread deleted on Reddit to no avail. Why? What did you get out of this exposure? And so ends the cheetah's tale. Thank you, dear readers, for following the unexpectedly long saga. And a special thank you to those who tip me periodically about Noah's newest posts. And wow, that went on a lot longer than I was expecting when the new thread came in and I'm exhausted. <laughs> but what do you guys think of this? I'm glad it didn't end after that first set of posts we found because I thought, you know, he's just cheating and he's just going to continue cheating and stringing this person along. I'm glad that, you know, the cat did finally get out the bag. Is, is that the expression? Cat out the bag, something like that. But what do you guys make of this one? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. And just a huge thank you for spending your time with me today, getting involved in the story. Your love, time and support always means the absolute world. And just a huge thank you. And hopefully I'll see you in the next one. Much love, guys. Wake up, get up, stretch my legs, eat some breakfast, milk and eggs, brush my teeth up, wash my face, throw my clothes on, start my Wake up, I can smell the smoke from the bacon. Yum, yum, yum. 
Let's go. See the sun shining from the windows. Okay. I know that's a damn. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.